just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home News Radio 840 WHAS Good Sunday morning, Bob Sakota, the Louisville Real Estate Show Here with you for the next 30 minutes Coming up a little later on in the show, 10 emergencies. Every homeowner should know how to handle. That's coming up a little later on. Here in the studios with us today, Lee Harris, legal counsel, limestone, title, and escrow. And Lee's direct cell phone, and it really is your cell phone number. It is. 649-7964. They do a great job over at Limestone. We love Lee being here. Good to see you. Thank you for having me. Also, by phone today, because he is so busy, he's actually putting together a big deal right now. Brian Likens over at Swan Financial. And good to have you there, buddy. Thank you, Bob. And your number is 773-4834, correct? Yes, sir. All right. So he is on the phone with us today. And then my son, Greg, who is here. I'm here. Who also does all of our photography and marketing. And you can see some of the stuff that he does, Louisville3D.com. You can see some of the videos that we put out uh, by going to LouisvilleHomesTV.com. And uh, you have an Instagram account that you use. At We Sell Louisville on Instagram. You'll find all the stuff we do there, too. Okay. All right. All right. We will go to the phones now. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Billy. I was just wondering. I had a friend move in with me a while back, and when he moved out, he had left his vehicles here with the property. And since then, he's passed away, and I still have the properties here. How do I get his family to take him off the property? Ooh, that is interesting. So, um, so the he's he's moved out, passed away. Vehicles are on on uh, Billy's property. What are your thoughts on this? Lee? Yeah. Well, uh, have you contacted them to see if they want them? That would be my first step. If they don't, then I think you can probably con- uh, contact uh, you know uh, someone to haul them out to the. Um, you know the 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 lot. Yeah, the touch, you know, <laughs> right. Does he need to get? Whatever. Does he need to get that in writing from the um, folks that if they the the people who have left behind who are left behind yeah. from them that he can get rid of them? Yeah, that would be the best thing. I mean, send them an email or send them a letter and say, "Look, I'm giving you five days to come get them. If you don't, then and that's courtesy, right? I mean, yeah. generally speaking, you bought the house. There's somebody else's cars yeah. and they are illegally right. parked. Yeah. So. So let, so, me, get the tow let me take one to... step further here. So what if they say, no, we want the cars, and but they just haven't come over to pick them up? How do you... I give you... them a deadline and say, after this deadline, I'll have them towed to the, you <laughs> you know, the impound lot, and you can pick them up there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. It's a terrible thing to happen, but certainly you shouldn't have to deal with this. No. I mean, sure, they could stay it there happened. forever. <laughs> yeah, it All right. So one step further. So the cost to get them towed... Um, that would be on the people who want the cars. Yes. That would be on the... That on would them. Be on but the, what right? if they don't respond or that he has to draw a deadline and they don't respond so he has to incur the cost at that point uh yeah i'm sure yeah. that i'm sure the tow truck person is going to want to be paid so yeah, yeah. i'm That's sure that yeah, yeah. Once yeah. Way, yeah. Form. all right back to the phones good morning bob sekiller louisville real estate show news radio 840 whas hello hey bob this is steve yeah uh, i started looking for my first house back in december and i was really relying on uh, the khc money for down payment assistance i've heard that that money's run out what other options are available ah so, by phone, Brian, what do you got? What's available at this point? Well, there's actually all kinds of options, Bob. They're coming out with a new down payment assistant program almost weekly now. Um, KHC actually has not – they've ran out of the $10,000 free grant money, but they still have um, down payment assistance loans where you can put no money down. 
Um, one's forgivable, one's not forgivable. Just kind of depends on your profile and how much income you make. Um, there's other loan options as well where, you know, you might just have to put 1% down. There's some out there that you put 1.5% down. There's definitely all kinds of options to review. I would definitely make sure to just ask your loan officer about them or speak to a mortgage broker. Or call Brian at Swan Financial at 773-4834. Certainly with as many options that are out there, it sounds like it might be a great deal. Uh, time to even, even with the fact that we're getting into the wintertime um, and we're in winter, it doesn't matter. You can still do really well in terms of finding a home. If you are looking to build a home, how about Claymont Springs in Oldham County? They offer gently rolling streets, a wide selection of flat and walkout, treed lots with sidewalks, sewers, underground utilities. Uh, it may be the place for you. It's gorgeous. And a wonderful neighborhood, great place to raise a family in addition to award-winning Oldham County schools and immediate access to I-71 and Exit 14 in Crestwood. You'll enjoy It's close to shops, groceries, restaurants, and the post office. Again, Claymont Springs, Oldham County. Feel free to give us a call to take a look. Greg did some great if photography. You don't know, that, that area of town is blowing up. It is blowing up. It's getting serious out there. Uh, <laughs> or check with your agent. Claymont Springs, you can reach me at 376-5483. By the way, if you want to see what sellers and buyers were saying about us, go to louisvillezillow.com. That's louisvillezillow.com. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekolder. Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Cynthia. Yeah. I just bought a $200,000 home a year ago. Uh-huh. Now my employer wants me to move to another state. Uh-huh. I need to sell the house. What problems do I cause if I just walk away from the home? Ooh, I, I wouldn't. We both said that. We're both kind of, <laughs> So, Lee, you want to get into it? What are the problems with just walking away? Yeah. Well, first of all, Cynthia, you, you don't need to do that because you can list your home and probably sell it because <laughs> there are certainly people out there wanting to buy a home, especially in that price range. So, um, But if you just, you know, the, the problems are this, is your credit. Um, you know, it sounds like you have a good job. They're moving you to another state. Uh, if you just walk away from your home, they're going. you're going to go through about a year of legal uh you know, ramifications. They're going to file a foreclosure against you. They're going to add on legal fees. They're going to add on uh, court fees, all kinds of stuff. And then your credit is going to be ruined for many, many years. Yeah, so, five to seven yeah. years is this typical. So if you want to yeah. buy another home in another state, you're going to really put yourself behind the eight ball for no reason because you can sell that house, you know. So do this. I mean, Cynthia, there are some really great real estate agents throughout the southern Indiana and uh, Louisville, Kentucky area. If you want, uh, send me an email, and we've got a free no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips, and, uh, and no obligation, free of charge. What better can you get? And this will help you kind of organize yourself, and you can always reach me, Bob at com, and that goes out, of course, to any of our listeners, and then just put selling tips in the subject line. That hopefully will help you. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Georgia. Yeah. I'm buying a home, and the appraisal just came back, and it's $10,000 lower than the price I agreed to pay. I want the home, but I don't want to pay more than it's worth. So what, what are my options? Not an unusual problem in this day and age because the appraisers really control everything for the most part. Let's start with Brian Likens from Swan Financial. Brian, any suggestions from your end as a lender? It, the, the contract says the first appraisal. Anything you've seen that works to get an appraisal up these days? Well, one of the first things we'll do is, is dispute the value for you. So one of the things to actually have an effective dispute is better comparables. So we'll reach out to the agents to ask to see if they've got any newer comparables, maybe that just sold. 
Um, that's one of the first options we have. We want to make sure that the appraisal is accurate versus square footage. I actually just had this happen yesterday, actually, where the square footage was 200 square feet off. Once we got the square foot back, the appraisal was fine. So we're going to go the route of trying to dispute the appraisal first and to see if we can make sure that there just wasn't some type of error. Um, yep. If there wasn't and it comes in the way it, it uh, and, and they stick with the value, then it's definitely going to be up to the negotiations of whether you want to pay cash for the difference or, um, you know, that's when we give it back to the agent, basically, to make sure you the negotiations move forward. So let me ask you this, because of the guidelines that came out in 2012, and Lee helped me out on this, because I know it was, I don't remember what month, but 2012, the new guidelines from government and uh, big banks, you as the mortgage company cannot talk directly to the appraiser. So how do Correct. you how do you make that work between uh, when you gather the information? You're filing a dispute with what's called an AMC, which stands for Appraisal Management Company. This is a third-party vendor that your loan officers have to use because, Bob's correct, we're not allowed to speak to loan officers, I mean to, to appraisers any longer. So we go through the through what's called a portal or a dispute process with the AMC. The AMC takes our notes. Um, they'll also give us advice on things that we should supply, and then they reach out to the appraiser for the official dispute. Interesting. Okay. Now, from Lee, from your standpoint? Yes. Well, from um, I'm assuming you're in Louisville. If you're not, then um, this might not apply. But under the Louisville contract, you have some options. If it comes in uh, uh, below the, the first appraisal value, if it's below purchase price, you have the right to renegotiate the price with the seller. You have the right to um, pay the cash, as Brian said, if you want to. Or you have the right to void the contract. Mm-hmm. So the best thing to do is to look at the appraisal section in your contract um, and see what it says. Uh, there are some time deadlines there, so you want to make sure you don't wait too long. But um, definitely look at that section and see what you want to do. Um, you, If you really like the house and you have the cash, then certainly you can still save the deal. But typically we find that most buyers, Greg, you can say this, you've seen it before, that they don't want to pay more than an appraiser sure. says that it's worth. No, and then a lot of times right. you can't, you know, not all appraisers are perfect. And sometimes there are things that you can go back out. I've had a couple of homes where we've had to go in and say, hey, you missed, in this case, a, a basement area for a condo maybe which is in a shared space and it's it's it belongs to the homeowner so sometimes they miss square footage sometimes well, they we, don't have and, the right comps and you bring up an interesting point we, didn't we last month and a month before 1.1 million dollars yeah it was, a, it was uh 1.1 million dollars there was a bunch of there was a couple things in the basement he uh didn't see um there was a piece of paper that we had to get sent over with updates that they didn't get that they said they were that the 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 lender mm-hmm. was supposed to be handing over to the appraiser. Never happened. Things that the appraiser just wouldn't have seen. Um, and we followed up, and we got it taken care of and it appraised. No it, problem. It so it was just yeah. the agents being on top of it to get it. Yeah, know. that's it's important. So I would uh, tell you on this, Georgia, your best bet at this point is contact your um, your agent. And then go follow through with a series of things that we've just pointed out. And incidentally, if you missed the the things we pointed out and want to hear them again, we have the solution for you. You can go to our LouisvilleRealEstateRadio.com website. That's LouisvilleRealEstateRadio.com. Or go to Apple's iTunes podcast and then search for Louisville Real Estate Radio. And within a couple of days of this airing, um, this goes up and you'll be able to find it. So that'll, you'll be able to play it back at your leisure and hear it again and go through the steps. We're going to take a break when we come back. Some interesting information on um, how the 10 emergencies every homeowner 
should know how to handle. In the studios with us, we've got Lee Harris, legal counsel, limestone title and escrow at 649-7964. Also, we've got on the phones with us, Brian Likens from Swan Financial at 773-4834. And my son, Greg, you can reach him at... At We Sell Louisville on Instagram. On Instagram. And you can reach me anytime, 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-227. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area. In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or Bob will buy it. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. News Radio 840 WHAS and uh, we're here for the next uh, 10, 15 or so minutes in the studio with us. We've got Lee Harris, legal counsel, limestone title and escrow. Good to have you here. Thank you. Over the phone, who's working a big deal right now, Swan Financial's Brian Likens at 773-4834. Son Greg is here. Hey there. Uh, Greg is here and here. Instagram at... At we sell you're getting there. At we sell Louisville Instagram. It's very important. The new the new way. Baby boomers. It's just not what we do. But I know you. You you all also used to function when the MLS system, our multiple listing system, was a book and not on the internet. So this is why we move forward. And I'm here. You can reach me anytime if you want to talk about the guaranteed sell program that Barbara Corcoran talks about. You call me. We come out. We arrive at a price. We put it on the market. We list. We sell. You can cancel anytime with the guaranteed sale program. You can reach me for that, or just listing and selling your home or buying a home at three seven six five four eight three. And if you want to see what buyers and sellers are saying about us, go to LouisvilleZillow.com. dot com. That's www dot All right. 
So we've got 10 emergencies. Every homeowner should know how to handle it. See how our group does. Danger. Danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> I knew he was going to say it. Burst pipe. Danger. If something bursts in your house, Lee, you know what to do with a pipe? Uh, if it bursts. That's enough. <laughs> what do you do? Okay. What do you do? you got to run downstairs and you got to find that water valve. And I tell my husband. Off. There you go. <laughs> you call on the phone if he's not home. So whether it's a broken radiator or rusted out drain uh, outflow, a burst pipe can cause a lot of trouble and damage in a short period of time. If water's gushing out, close the valve closest to the the missing link there, the broken part, and then shut off the main water valve into the house. So the key thing here is know where the main shutoff valve is so you can run and turn it off. Yeah, with a radiator, you got a whole different That's set whole of different uh, mechanics. Story, but, yeah. there. Yeah, but, that makes sense. Yes. What about a blackout? During a power outage, the safest course is to disconnect all appliances and electronics. Did you know that? To During disconnect? a blackout? No. Interesting. Because there could be a surge when the power comes back mm-hmm. on again. Mm-hmm. Unless you have a surge. You know, that's surge why we protector. get a surge protector on the, on that's the right. breaker box there. Also have a drawer with candles for illumination or flashlights that you can go to. So even if you have no power and it's dark at night, you can go to Again, the, candles are for when you started doing real estate, right? We didn't have flashlights yeah, back in the day. Both. We have both. Yeah, okay, wise guy. How about a gas leak? Give your carbon monoxide detector, and do you have a carbon monoxide detector in your house? Yes. Okay, so a lot of people mm-hmm. don't. So you need to think about that going to a big box store or online, getting one of them. Especially if you live in one of those older houses. You can't stress enough. It's important yeah. if you've got kids sleeping in there, air ventilation issues. And especially as we start getting colder weather, we're turning the heat on, and we don't know if that furnace is working properly. You don't want to get... Breathe in carbon monoxide. So make that a note this weekend to even today to go out and uh, look for a carbon monoxide detector. Anyway, if uh, you detect the gas odor, evacuate the house immediately. And once you're relocated to a safe location, call the gas gas company and uh, they've got a 24-hour helpline and ask them to send a technician. The problem is you don't want to go back into that house by yourself because that carbon monoxide could kill you. Uh, If you've got a basement flood, before you charge into a flooded basement, to rescue your belongings, be safe. Turn off the circuit breaker to the house if you can get to it without going in the basement. I know that's a that's actually a big problem. Probably not. Most of them are in the basement, aren't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Call the utility company and ask them to do it for you. Wear thick waterproof boots and gloves, obviously, to detect, uh, to get to what you need to. But the problem is, is getting to that um, box in the event you've got a flood in the basement. That is a tough one. Roof damage for patching a roof battered by a storm. You want to take tarps. And nail them down. Actually, I would call one of those restoration companies. They are pretty quick to respond. You can find them online or in the phone book um, if you have a phone book or call a friend, and they'll <laughs> there get you go, out. Greg. They'll, do, they'll do that good was, damage. Yeah, that was for you to hit yeah. on the ballpark. Yeah, yeah right. I was. I yeah, was uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a miss. Doing my millennial drifting off. Furnace there. malfunction. If you have a furnace malfunction, somehow the furnace always seems to give out during the first frigid evening. So, and it's Murphy's law. It's going to happen, right? So have a repairman on speed dial so that in the event you got a problem, you know somebody who could call. It could just be a simple problem, trip circuit breaker. Just check that before you call and see if that might help get the thing going. If you're locked out, what are you going to do? If you get locked out and you have to call a locksmith, can it can be expensive. So keeping a hidden key poses security risks as well. So remove the extra key from the inside, the hide-a-key garden stone floor from underneath the back porch mat, and consider leaving it with a trusted friend or mm-hmm. neighbor instead. That mm-hmm. might be the, the best solution. Or do like me booby-trap the things. So you uh, yeah. <laughs> Kitchen fire, don't panic. Keep a box of baking soda in a handy spot for dousing flare-ups in uh. a toaster or 
uh, stop a uh, stovetop pan. That Don't one, I, that one I knew, Bob. You knew that. Oh, that one, you yes. knew that one. But I got a story yeah. that my wife wouldn't be so happy to tell oh, really? you when I she used this. water yeah. to yeah. try no, to put out use a water. fire. No. And, and I, you were on vacation, right? We were on vacation, and I was very quick thinking, and I grabbed the top to the pan, and I put it Covered on it and suffocated yeah. that bad boy. Good for you, because that reminds me of a Seinfeld episode where... Kramer, wasn't it Kramer or George burnt down the guy's it's, it's, the cabin? I, I, yes. wanna, I think it's George, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Classic. Classic. <laughs> My wife, Sandy, is not such a big fan of um, of Seinfeld, but she knows enough. Don't throw water on yes. a blaze. <laughs> so flushing a fail. Let's say um, you've got a flush and it fails, and you got a clog commode. Obviously, a plunger is first line of defense. If you've cleared the clog but the flushing trouble persists, Open the tank, investigate, handle. The handle may have gotten disconnected, and the flush mechanism may need to be repaired. And finally, an animal invasion. Oh. When backyard wildlife finds a way indoors, and it happens, they can wreak havoc in, a, havoc in a home. If a wild animal gets into your house, keep it contained in one area, open a window, close all the doors. Listen, we're in Kentucky. I'm going to get that. Well, no, <laughs> you know. It you know what we do in Kentucky. It's roadkill. That's time to eat tonight. But this says close all the doors. I'd say... Open all the doors. Depend, depends <laughs> yeah. on what critter. I'd say get in my car and go away. <laughs> it depends on what critter is in the house. All right. Ten emergencies every homeowner should know. All right. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. This is Brenda. Yeah. I'm looking at a home uh, to purchase. It's about uh, almost two years old. Uh, when the person who had it built passed away, we found there was mold found. Uh, the builder discovered that it was a, a from a, a puncture by a nail gun uh, during the building process on uh, a water line, and he worked on getting it fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, after he, he worked on it, I had an inspector come and inspect the house. Everything was fine, except they were still mold. Oh. Since then, I've had four tests done after the realtor has, or after the uh, builder had worked on it, mm-hmm. or had it worked on, mm-hmm. um, removing the mold. And the mold count has gone down, but it's still in the dangerous range, or still still high. Yep. Uh, in the meantime, since then, the, since the last test, the builder, as far as I know, has not done anything different, but he decided to have the mold test done by the person who remediated it mm-hmm. and it showed that there was per- that it was perfect there wasn't any sign mm-hmm. of any mold mm-hmm. I'm concerned about that I thought I heard on your radio that a person who does the removal doesn't do the testing mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm at lost of what to do yeah. you got yeah. one I've got tests that say that it's Still has mold, and one that says it, there's not a sign of mold. Yep. What do you think? What do you, we, you know? Yep, I got you. I suggested to the builder or to the owner that we have a, a third test done, right. but he's kind of ignored me on that. Yeah, yeah, that would happen. What's your opinion? Yeah, okay. Thank you. Yep. So, what I would tell you, I think your suggestion of a third test, Lee, what do you think, Yeah, did she say that was new construction, she was saying? Well, Almost two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, new enough, yeah. So, the builder should still be in the frame of, of reference here. Yep. And if it's been a puncture and it's something that they've known, 
And I guess it goes to Lee. Like, what legal what legal action do you have against the builder if you want to get that third test to to make sure? Because they it's a it's a known issue, right? He knows that there was a water line punctured. It's something that they're trying to fix. Yes. Well, I, I would. That was exactly what I was going to suggest: is is get a third opinion. And and you know they're supposed to give a one year uh, warranty, um, and so they might be outside of that. However, if it's a uh, mold comes from water intrusion, so basically you need a professional who hopefully is neutral come in and say here's your here's your water intrusion problem and and if you fix that water intrusion problem you should be able to fix the mold problem yeah you know. uh, i'm going to go one step further mm-hmm. my suggestion because you're at an impasse with that builder and he's not paying attention to you based on your conversation i would call the building industry association of greater louisville they used to be the new names home builders home, home builders association. association but they've changed it because they de- deal with a lot of other stuff Same the simple, building industry association of greater louisville and then just jot down Brenda, this phone number, their number over there is 502-429-6000. 502-429-6000. Explain what's going on. This goes for anybody who's having a problem with a builder. The builder, typically they don't want to have problems. And sometimes they just need a little bit of a push. Or listen, we're not just going to say, okay, we'll, we accept your what you're saying. So call them and explain. And they've got some great people over there. And they can help at least... Start a conversation and explain what your options are from their standpoint, working with the builder. Hopefully the guy, the builder, is a member of the Building Industry Association of Greater Louisville. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekola, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Bob, my name's Faith. Uh I called the mortgage company that advertised on TV about getting a mortgage approval fast. I got approval letter, Uh found a house, worked out the inspections, and now I'm being told that after closer review of my bank, from my bank, I'm not eligible for a loan because of a low credit score. Mm-hmm. How can that happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How can that happen, Brian? You want to explain it? You want to take this one? Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is, this, is, this is going to be all angles on this one. Yeah. So, uh, it depends on really how much time has passed. For example, let's say it was 90 days ago that you got your pre-approval and then you finally decided to purchase home. 90 or 100 days later. Um, Credit reports expire. So there has to be a fresh credit report um, going into the closing date. So for example, on a conventional loan, your credit report's usually good for 90 days. On an FHA loan, your credit report's good for 120 days. You want to make sure that your closing date reaches before that expires, because the last thing you want to do is have to rerun credit during the middle of the process or right when you find a home. So if you have some time has passed from your pre-approval, make sure you check with your loan officer to make sure, hey, and your loan officer should be looking out for this as well, but hey, is my credit still okay? You're being kind because I, I think, I'm thinking that they never pulled her credit, they gave her a pre-approval letter, and they just said, okay, you're ready to go, and now they do their due diligence, and, <laughs> yeah, and this would, is a problem, right? That wouldn't happen. <laughs> that's, that's what kind of scares me about the whole rocket mortgage thing. Yeah, no <laughs> so, kidding. Yep. Yeah, so you just have to be very careful. Your loan officer should ask, you know, if you talk to somebody, they ask you a couple quick questions, and then all of a sudden issue your pre-approval letter. That's not a good loan officer. A good loan officer is going to ask you thorough information. If, you, if your income is even a little more tricky, like self-employed, they should be verifying these documents up front. And you want to make sure that they actually ran your credit and ask you questions about your credit. Yeah, because if they don't, you're just getting a blank piece of paper that's worth exactly what the print on it nothing. is. There's nothing. Let me ask you one other thing that a lot of buyers and sellers don't know so much about is that even if they pull your credit and they do some due diligence, 
And then they get down to the point, which always happens, and it happens in, with some mortgage companies and banks. Later in the process, they pull, is it the 50611? What is that? The, it's, it's the 45060. Yeah, 45060. 45060, which sure. is a, an, an IRS form, and then it comes back, you got back taxes that are due, and you're dead. Done, but gone. We're out of time. Speaking of done, gone. But So remember, ask your loan officer or call if you want, because this is the smartest move you can make. Call Brian Likens over at Swan Financial at 773-4834 and ask him to help you. But do you want to get them to pull that uh, that form early on so you can be sure that you have no back taxes? Thanks for being here with us there, Brian. Appreciate it. Also, oh, you. you bet, buddy. Also, Lee Harris, Limestone Title and Escrow, 649-7964. Good to have you, Greg. Thank you again. Always a pleasure to see you. Yes, sir. And, of course, you can reach me anytime, day or night, on my cell phone, 376-5483. That's 376-5483. We'll see you next week on News Radio 840 WHAS.